Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Joined in the studio, by the way, by the Paul McCartney band tonight. All right. <laughs> now, lads, you know I normally don't have bands in, but because I love you, Frank. I know. You yes. know, there's a kind of love relationship going on here. There there's is. A bit of man love is. for there the last is. 20 years. Because Fran, you've been into... Fran was originally, for those who don't know, Fran was originally with the Classic Beatles. That's correct. Uh, he was also with the Beach Boys, the Bootleg Beach yes, Boys. absolutely. Um, you've, you've had numerous other solo bands as well throughout your own career. You're also yeah. doing a lot of songwriting. Mm-hmm. But your latest venture is Paul McCartney solo. All the best. Yeah, yeah which is kind of Beatles-ish, but you're obviously going to do wing stuff and, and Paul McCartney stuff. Yeah, I think the idea was to, you know, follow through to the next stage, which was after uh, after the hits of the Beatles to bring the hits of... People wings. are going to start thinking, particularly my listeners who know yeah. you because you were on our Christmas show from the airport last year and the year yeah, before. Yeah. You've been in the studio so many times That's that right. you have an unhealthy relationship with Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the... A little bit. <laughs> and also joining the studio too on guitar, we have uh, Duncan yes. and Graham. Yeah. Is shoved, he's shoved over in the corner there on drums. I don't know how we managed to get a whole band into the studio, by the way. We just and we've did. got Linda here too, you know. <laughs> and we have Eleanor, okay... So I'm not forgetting. I was coming to you, Eleanor. Okay, you are the only female here, so I was gonna go. I wasn't gonna forget you. And she's actually both of you are. I mean, you have the wig and everything. You have the eyebrows. And if I'm not mistaken, Eleanor, have you put makeup on him? I've been in the sun, you know. Yeah, he looks nice and tan. So, give me the bit of the history here of Paul McCartney. So, yeah. Paul McCartney released his first solo album, solo album, just nineteen seventy, yeah. which was which was when the Let It Be album came out. Yes, yeah, because year. Ringo Starr was sent to Paul McCartney's house. Do you know the story? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he was told, tell him not to release the album on the same day we released the last Beatles album. Let it be, or, yeah. And he had a legal letter in his hand, and Paul McCartney told him to f off and get out of the house. Yeah. Ringo, so he kicked Ringo Starr royally out of the house. Yeah. Okay, so they released the first album. And what was the big yeah. hits off the first album? Uh, Maybe I'm Amazed is on the first record. Mm-hmm. But it's well, kind of it's just him and Linda, really. No, it wasn't the same. Duncan, you've got to come over here. We can't <laughs> hear you unless you're beside a microphone. It was the most radio one off. It's one of his big songs, but it wasn't actually uh, a single, I believe. Okay. Maybe I'm Amazed. No, no I think... Uh, Every Night, was that a single? Yeah, and I think uh, Every another Day, day. Another day yeah, was Another the, Day. And where was Mola Cantara in all this? 1977. Okay, so, all right. And and when did Denny come into it? Uh, He came in kind of early days of Wings, just after Ram. Yeah. Okay, where's he now, by the way? Where's he now, Denny? Uh, I actually gigged with him, believe it or not, at a Beatle convention. I played with the last lineup of Wings. Right, okay. The Back to the Egg lineup, 1979, I believe. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, he had a good chat with him. He he did some uh, crazy songs for musicals and stuff like that and had a whole other career after that. And then, you know, the whole revival of the Moody Blues. I think he went on the road with them once. Now, did did Paul 80s. do a bit of a Yoko Ono? Was he a bit obsessed with, with Eleanor or with Linda? <laughs> 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 he was obsessed with Eleanor. Eleanor. Okay, well, I mean, Eleanor's even got the hair like Linda. She hasn't released her own yes. own range of vegan yeah, food yet. Yeah, but, yeah. but, I mean, Eleanor, did Linda do a lot of singing in the band? She... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was he like Yoko? Did she just howl every now and again? She, you know what? She gets a bit of stick, if I'm honest. I think yeah. he, she's not as bad as people make she's out. Great. She, she mm. wasn't bad if at you, all. If you listen to Ram, uh, which is actually the only uh, album that's actually by Paul and Linda McCartney, it's the only album that's credited to the two of them. Uh, if you listen to some of Linda singing on that, it's amazing. Okay, like so she could actually sing oh, quite well because yeah. we didn't really hear too much of her. She was definitely, I mean, wrote, wrote with him as well. Always, all we ever saw was her standing on the stage with yeah. tambourine in her hand. She had no, oh, I'm not playing the keyboards too. She had no uh, delusions about how, how 
her own abilities or anything. She was a bit of a hippie, wasn't she? She always kind of had the wellies, hippie, yeah. the wellies on her, and the, oh, yeah, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. So She didn't care because, Earth as, as we were saying earlier on, she was she was stoned and rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and of course that, that that was a great loss to Bob McCartney when she passed away. Yeah, oh, absolutely, you could see he was because he's been used by two other wives since. <laughs> very badly. Apparently, they didn't uh, they didn't uh, separate. Much he's time. locked up in Japan that time. Yeah, yeah. The only time they spent apart, apparently. Yeah, well, he spent a lot of time apart from his next he's wife. Nice. <laughs> the only time they got together was usually in the courtroom when she was looking for half he's his money. Nice. <laughs> he's spending time away from her. So here's, <laughs> here's the thing. Where do you stand on the Paul McCartney thing at the moment? And I was talking to you earlier on that I watched the video. Yeah. And you know what? I know this sounds a bit childish. Yeah. It brought It genuinely brought a bit of a tear to my eye. Yeah. I, I got sure. actually very emotional about it. Yeah. I'm saying... You don't need to do this, Paul. No, I think you know? fan, uh, f- fans in general are split right down the middle about that because there are people who are genuinely affectionate about Paul, obviously. Yeah. We're lifelong fans and we'll just love to hear him see him up there because he's an enigma. He's because a it's, not he that, it's not that he's he a bad singer. He's not no, that he, he can't sing at all But his anymore. voice has taken a pound. And if you listen, yeah. there's somebody has put a, a, a YouTube video up there with his voice every 10 years, you know, from live stuff. Mm. And you can hear the gradual... Change, yeah, but it's from a rock and roll. Yeah, he but uses but his voice yeah, but, a lot. Like, but you know, I, I've the, seen like, like the rock register. Simon and Garfunkel, like Art Garfunkel, yeah. um, he got a, a really bad throat infection or a throat. Uh, I think he got a throat disease there a while oh, ago, yeah. and, oh, and he lost his mid range. Yeah, right. so but he can still he's adapted the songs. Yeah, mm. and he can still kind of sing. There's a bit of ruffling every so now and again. That's the thing. Yeah. Paul won't adapt the songs. Apparently, he only sings them in the original keys. Yeah, to this day. So but but I even think on. even if he did adapt them, he still can't. He yeah. can't sing a note. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Like, well, even his speaking voice is very airy. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit like you know, uh, o- octavy. You know, yeah. I thought I, again, like the, the carpool karaoke, which I thought was amazing to watch. Yeah. The Jay, James yeah. Gordon, one, but he couldn't sing. James Gordon was better. It, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, a lot, you know, a lot better. But the thing about Paul is, he is a you know, the, he's a legend. It's a cliche that's run out there a lot with genius, living legend, all that stuff. But I think he owes the world nothing. I think the very fact of seeing him up there. You know, it's just... I suppose that's the argument. If you don't want to pay to see him, don't pay to see him. Be in a room with one of the original Beatles. That's what you're paying Oh, look, I've been there three times. I've seen him three times. It was amazing. Well, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to have a chat. We want people to text in, by the way, not just about the Beatles, okay? Um, But do text in about the Beatles if you want to, and Paul McCartney and everything else. But what we want you to do is we want you to text 087-188-0008. Now, when Frank comes in, we talk about the best gigs you've ever been to or your favourite artists. And uh, bands, for example, that may be gone that you would like to see back again. Queen and not that yeah. shambolic load of nonsense that's going around touring the world at the moment with, with Roger Taylor, Pop, Brian May, and, and that other clown. Adam, what's his name? Yeah. yeah. The only thing I would, the only person I would have accepted as a Freddie Mercury stand in would have been George Michael. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he. Did he, that once? Did he do no, he did. No, well, he did it on Live Aid. Or not Live Aid, it was. Um, the Freddie Mercury uh, tribute. Paul Rogers as well, didn't he? Who? Paul Rogers he was crap singer. as well. But I, he, I can't, I mean, he's a great singer, but I can't imagine him doing Freddie Mercury in the slightest. No, I, mean, I know, I don't yeah. want a Freddie Mercury imitator, because yeah, that's not really what you want. But you want, you do want yeah. someone who's going to replicate the songs. Because that's, when you go to see a band, you want to hear the song like you heard it on the album. Yeah. yeah. When you were a kid. That's what you want to hear. Like, I go and see ELO, I've been here three times. They're coming again yeah, in, yeah, in October. October yeah. I'm going to go and see them again. His voice yep. is still... It's amazing. Incredible. You might as well be listening to the album. Yeah. And, and the arrangement is incredible. Yeah. So that's what you want to see. Yeah. And that's what people want to see. Okay, so people can text in 087-188-0008. And, and we tell give away us... two free tickets to a show. Oh, yeah. 
Right, we're okay. playing uh, this very Friday night in uh, the Venue Theatre in Rathout and we have uh, a pair of lovely tickets to give away. Very lovely. The Some Venue Theatre, where's that in Rathout? It's in Rathout, which is in County Meath. Okay, whereabouts in Rathout? Oh, whereabouts in Rathout in County Meath? Is, uh, it, like a, well, is it a big place? I think it's the only theatre that's in there. Okay, the Venue Theatre yeah. this Friday night in Rathout, okay? And if you're a Beatles fan, I swear to God, you, you might as well be looking at Paul McCartney here. Uh, although he looks a bit younger in fairness. <laughs> a lot younger. Him, I hope so. <laughs> the wig looks good. Yeah. Hey. All right. Okay. Right. You're gonna give us a song. What are you gonna start with? Uh, we're gonna give you a classic. Uh, got to get you into my life. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. I think Graham's gonna click us in now. One, two, one, two, three, four. I was alone. I took a ride. I didn't know where. kind of mind then I suddenly see you did I tell you I need you every single day of my life you didn't run you didn't hide you knew I wanted just to hold you and had you gone you knew in time we'd meet again for I had told Absolutely amazing. Actually, if you want to put on one or two callers too, if you can, all right, it's up to yourself if you can. Uh, I want you to text 087 or WhatsApp us and tell us the best gigs you have ever seen, the best live gigs you've ever seen. Who's the best live band in the world? I know ACDC were actually voted the best live band in the world at one stage. I've heard that a few times. Well, and, and I have to say, I'm not a big ACDC fan. I'm all right. I like them. You I'm, saw them though, didn't you? I went to the, to yeah. the, uh, to the Viva Stadium. And I'll be honest with you, probably one of the best gigs I was ever at. 
Because the atmosphere was electric. The sound was amazing. It was so loud. Was he wearing the school uniform thing? Oh, he did. How does that lad do that? How old is he? 67, 68? And he's in the school uniform, belting up and down that platform. And it was just astonishing. The atmosphere. Everybody, highway to hell, everybody was bouncing up and down at the same time. It was just incredible to watch. And uh, also, I love Pink Floyd as well. So Roger Waters' live was amazing. Yeah, I've seen The Wall twice live. I've seen Dark Side of the Moon. I've seen the Us and Them gig. Years ago. Yeah, us and them. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, uh, but somebody says, "Take that" are the best live band. No, <laughs> no, I'm the new friend. Yeah, yeah. It's well, you make snigger, right? Yeah, yeah. I was dragged to a take that concert going back about seven, eight years ago, and I said, "Oh, it's gonna be a nightmare." I just, you know, bite me lip. I actually really enjoyed it. The stage show was they've probably excellent. got a really good live band. That's why as well. well and they've a great stage show. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 money they spend on the on the performance is yeah. amazing. You know, and, you know, Gary Barlow's not a bad singer. Yeah, well, I liked when they came back that time when they had that uh, that kind of monkey sounding song. What was mm. that one they had? Which one? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, Shine. Shine, was it? Shine, Shine. Like Mickey DeLenz, you know, from the from the monkeys kind of vibe. Oh, alternate title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Shine. That was Shine. That, well, yeah. that wasn't Gary singing. That, that was yeah. the other little geezer. That was the other fella, wasn't it? The other little English accent fella. What's his name? Mark. Mark. Well, they all have English accents, but he is a real English accent. He reminds me of actually the Artful Dodger for some, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. some reason. <laughs> yeah. Best gig I was ever at was Bruce Springsteen in 1985. Ooh. I, I saw him in 93. He was brilliant. I don't, I don't get the popularity of he, Bruce Springsteen. He's amazing. I saw him in 93. Can't stand him. No, I, and I, I just, I don't understand yeah. the, ma- I mean, don't get me, he's not the worst in the world. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a fan. But I don't get the popularity of him, Duncan. I'd, I'd sooner sit and watch three hours of Bruce Forsyth. And he's dead, yeah. Okay. You two are the best live band in the world. I don't know, where would you stand on that? They're probably a really good live They're great live. I'm not a fan, but they're brilliant. No, I, I, I did see you two live once, but they weren't called you two at the time. It was in the Dandelion Market when they started out first. I paid 50 pence. And a bono of your list, and I want me money back. It was a shit gig. <laughs> I paid 50 pence to see them in the Dandelion Market. Huh? I was robbed. 50 pence. Yeah, it was, now, but he would probably agree that they were shite. Sorry, Alan. No, my mum dragged me to it when I was like 13. She dragged me to a Christy Berg gig. She could, obviously couldn't get anyone else to go with her and I was so embarrassed. And I bumped into another girl from my school. The two of us said, like, let's pretend not to see. Let's pretend we never were here. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably the most embarrassing gig I've ever been to. But, I mean, Chris is not bad. Christy Berg? I saw him a few times. He's big in Germany. Germany. I, I quite enjoyed him. Right. Yeah, he's, I mean, some of his stuff, you know, Don't Pay the Ferryman is not it's a bad track. Uh, Guilty pleasures, you know? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Early doors. I mean, Chris the Berg. Christy. Pre Lady in Red. You know? uh, <laughs> pre Lady in Red, yeah. 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 It's, a bit, it's a bit cheesy, Patricia oh. the Stripper and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, even pre that, I suppose, yeah. He's got a French name, which literally translated is, is, is Chris the Berg. Which is astonishing, isn't it, really? See, somebody told me years ago that his name is not Christy Burke, it's actually Christy Burke. (laughs) He just wanted to make it sound posh. Uh, Went to see the House Martins um, in the SFX, best concert I ever saw. House Martins, I I don't, I I wouldn't, I don't know much of their stuff, so. I mean, they're not bad. Huh? It sounds like he's been strangled. He does. Yeah, it's happy. Love, is that them? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who was the woman who used to sing like that? Anastasia. She sounded like she got half her U-bend down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> you 
That's my favourite singer. Best gig I was ever at. Uh, no, that band are fab. Bruce, that's you guys, by the way. Bruce Springsteen for me. Speaking of ELO, love their music. Uh, went to see them in Dublin a few years back, uh, but Jeff Lynne got uh, laryngitis. Oh, that's right. The, when they that was three years, four years ago. When they, when they came back first, when they did the because yeah. they hadn't played in 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And they came back first, and the gig was set for whatever it was, October or something, and they pulled it on the day. Mm-hmm. But they did come back two months later. Yeah. He, they did it at the end of the tour because he got laryngitis. Well, the world tour, like 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was going to kick it off in California. Yeah. He did like three American dates. But I believe he's, he's very shy. Um, he doesn't like live performances. No. He arrives, the rest of the band arrive, they all rehearse, do all the rest, and all the lights and everything are all put up. He arrives five minutes before the gig and he leaves straight after. Get That's sick. Well, it. Goes he's on a, stage, leaves. He's a very humble bloke. I mean, I yeah. saw a documentary where they were talking to him about doing, when he was doing the uh, Free as a Bird, when he was producing that. For the Beatles. And the moment of his career, he said, was when he was asked to go in and check the harmonies with George and, and Paul. And he's like, he's not asking me to go in and check the Beatles' harmony. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> just, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. that yeah, was, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, he is brilliant, I have to yeah. say. And he also goes, hint, hint, not, if you have any tickets for the next Dublin gig, Carolyn Cork, Carolyn Cork, I've already been throwing hints at my own boss to get two tickets for myself. So if I can get two tickets, you won't be getting them. Oh, for real. For real, oh, yeah. Well, we're, we're advertising them here at the radio stage at the moment. They are available on Ticketmaster, I think, from this Friday. Um, and that, that gig is happening, I think, in October, if you want it to is. go and two see dates, you. Know. Yeah, two dates, yeah. They're, well, they're doing Belfast and Dublin, which, oh, okay. which I always find amazing for such a huge stage setup. Yeah, yeah. That they'll do the two gigs one night after the other, but they always have two sets of gear. Yeah. Must have, yeah. I mean, imagine the money those kind of gigs cost. I mean, the yeah. Wembley gig was the stage was massive. What? Important the gear. When do they have now, to have work oh visas God. now? I don't know. How does that work now? But with the Brexit. Yeah. I don't well, know. No, because we're, we're touring in October over there. We don't even know if we have to have work you visas. It's bizarre. No, no, it, no, no, it's still part of the European Commonwealth. The, 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 uh, there's still free movement between Ireland well, and Well, we rang the Brexit oh, yeah. line, funny enough, and we were put on hold. This is a true story. For about 10 or 15 minutes. You were there, Ellen. You heard it. And, uh, it was inconclusive when we got back. Uh, we don't actually know. <laughs> what's the point of this line then? But <laughs> what's, what's the tax? Uh, obviously, there'd be tax implications when yeah, Brexit comes. Be, yeah. If you have vintage instruments, you need permits. Well, Are vintage you instruments, you need permits. Vintage guitars. Instruments. Vintage guitar. Sorry, you're way over there, Graham, and nobody can actually hear you apart from me. But, uh, but anyway. But okay, so what's that? I, I mean, there's tax exemption. But you, because you don't write your own material, you're yeah. not tax exempt, are you? No, I'm not taking them. No. Apart, unless you're singing your own yeah, songs. Yeah, on my, on my own music, yeah. yeah because you do have your own yeah, stuff but too. For the for the vast majority, how I make a living. I pay Does, can I ask you an honest question? Does yeah. it piss you off a little bit that you work your nuts off to write songs, mm-hmm. really good tunes? Because I've heard some of them, all right. Mm-hmm. And people are more interested in what you do when you're doing tribute songs than somebody else's material. Like does that, a, is that, it, does that it, upset you as a it writer? Is. It used to. I, I gave up being upset about it because we spent most of our time touring abroad. Then you know, but. Um, Really, what it's down to is like the Shamrock Rovers, Man United, you know, thing. It's like we always seem to have a penchant for something that's from abroad. It's but it's familiarity as well, because it's the same thing when I go and see Elo and Jeff Lynne says, "Here's one from the new album." I'm going, "For yeah, God's sake, yeah, Jeff, just pay the oldies, will you?" Yeah. But even people are reluctant just to get out. We we're only talking about this actually on social media a while ago, where people say, when you put up an event, "Yeah, we'll go," interested, going, interested, and then you find that the reality is like out of the maybe 300 people. 
who said they would be they would definitely go one person turns up I know so it's that and it's, it's, it's very disheartening you know? by the way just to mention as well the lads are, they're going to be playing a couple of more tunes in a few minutes the lads are playing in Rathhoth in the venue it's this coming Friday this coming Friday night what time does it kick off we're in Wexico we're in Wexford on the uh, 7th of February in a place called Crown Live okay well, we'll, go, we'll mention all the gigs again before you go okay uh, Thomas you're on Classic Kids how are you doing Thomas that's a bad night yourself good you need to throw those headphones oh, yeah. anywhere wherever they are so you can hear Thomas uh, yeah Thomas go ahead alright Sammy I just want you to um, the best the best band that I've ever heard play live had to be the Horse Lips back in 1978 the Horse Lips like, in 1978 yeah, my first ever concert with them. When was Listen, and I've gone since they they had their reunions. I've gone to all their concerts. Yeah, I did have the album in my heyday, Tracks of the Vaults. I'm in car and it, was, it, it was just out of this world. Standing up beside the big speakers. I was dead for about a week afterwards. Yeah, because in those days there was no there was no health and safety regulations. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. And the speaker the speaker was stacked up on the floor right beside the stage and you could you you were pushed right up to the speaker. And as soon as they started off, oh, God help us. Yeah, you'd be standing there and your flares would be jiggling in the wind from the bass. <laughs> <laughs> but they were it's great. I mean, I, and by the way, their, their music is now being immortalised yeah. by the Irish football team, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we remember yeah. them forever. But you don't, apart from that one piece of music, that one riff that we hear all the time mm. from Put Him Under Pressure, you really don't hear Horseps music anymore. Is that from Derek Doom? Oh, Derek, Derek Doom. Doom. Derek Doom, yeah. yeah. Derek Doom. Right. Trouble with a capital T. Great song. Yeah. Oh, what we do? Oh yeah, which one? That was the one. Yeah. Yep. A bit like Jethro Tull, actually. Oh. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they, they, they were just, they, they, they were what, they were what kind of what started off the rock scene in Ireland. Didn't really follow them. And what, uh, are, what are they all doing now? Well, Eamon is a writer, he's a journalist, or journalist, Eamon Core. Then you have, um, who's the guy who's a producer at RTE? The guitar player, yeah. Can't think of the chap's name. Yeah, they've they've all they're all in media yeah, now. I yeah. think they're all working in media. They are all in media, yeah. And they're, they, they tour they tour once or twice a year. Are they? Yeah. Gig once or twice a year now still. Yeah, yeah. Great band, I have yeah. to say. Fair play to you. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely excellent. All right, thanks very much for that. Let me go to Carol as well. Carol, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Carol? Oh, by the way, sorry, Ashton, could you switch line three over to one now? Thanks, uh, Carol. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Best gig you've ever seen. Uh, Bruce Springsteen no. I know I'm not proper for that but I've seen him twice Right and see we were all giving out about him a few minutes I ago I know yeah What is it about Bruce that you like? Is I he just like good looking him. or something? No 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 I just well I grew up with his music because my brothers used to play the record player so and it was my first gig Slane 85 they took me they begged my mum to leave me go so it was my first concert yeah, Slane, Slane used to be a great venue with great artists, the mega yeah. artists. And then, I don't know, it kind of slipped. It went a bit crap. Yeah, it kind of went a bit, you know, did yeah. really, yeah. It kind of slipped back, didn't it? I mean, at the start, you had like the Rolling Stones, Queen, you had all the big artists. All the big, big artists. And then yeah. along came Madonna and messed up the whole pattern. Ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I saw him in Cork again as well. Then he came to Cork, so it was great. And uh, he did like three hours, 20 minutes on stage. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's a long gig, isn't it? Isn't it, though? 
Is, did no, Clarence Clemens? That would be legal. Yeah, is Clarence Clemens dead? Yeah, he, he did Clarence die. Died, yeah, but his nephew is playing sax now in the Street Band. Right. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was some good stuff. The River was a good album. You know what I mean? The River I, was very good. Yeah. I have to say, I not known much about him. I went to see him in '93. I think it was outdoor in the audio, in the, and he played for over three hours like that. Yeah, he does play a long gigs. No doubt about that. And then yeah, Jimmy Lee Lewis came on for the last twenty minutes with him because he was living here as a tax exile. Oh right. That was amazing. Yeah. Jam yeah, Bon Jovi yeah. play a long gig actually because I went bon to see Bon Jovi, Jovi there during the summer and they play a that was a two and a half hour set. Yeah. It's a long gig. And that was me, by the way, with the ELO. Jess Lynn got laryngitis. I just arrived in Dublin off the air coach and we got a text message to, to say, say the concert had um, been cancelled. I know. I was laryngitis. I was traumatized. I know. I, I was going to that gig week. and I was working that day and then it was about three o'clock. I think the show finished at three of the time and not two, the daytime show. And it came in on the news wire here that they cancelled the gig. MCD wants us to announce it. And I went, oh, I don't believe it. I've been yeah. looking forward to this on my life. <laughs> and I arrived from Cork, just literally got off the bus and I just went, oh my God. So... You think you would imagine now he would have had a bit of consideration for people travelling to the gig and not cancelled it three hours before I know, the gig. In all fairness, like, but Asher, look, what can you do? <laughs> could have gone pear shaped. Have you seen the Dexys Midnight Runners live footage <gasps> where he, he went ahead with a laryngitis? Yeah. Oh my really? god! Really? Yeah, I see you're better off because it would ruin it then. It would ruin it. Yeah, so you were better yeah. off. Like better you know, off. Such a pristine voice as well. You want to hear like exactly. Oh, would you, you not? Would you? By the way, lads, you'd know that a bit sooner than three hours. Oh, before. by the way, Carol, to you in a compliment. You missed that there, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. they were, they were brilliant. Oh. Yeah, do you want to do old wing stuff? Because if you do band on the run, would be a really good one. Yes, we do that. We do. We oh. the big ones, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, they're going to do, ba- they'll do Band on the Run in a minute, yeah? You're going to do that now? I wonder, no, I wonder, had you got Band on the Run planned? We have a few more. We've got Jess. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jess. No what about today, Jess? Right? What about Jess? We just well, don't have the Jess by Wings. You know Jess. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, okay. All right. Okay. okay, we'll do that in a few minutes for you, Carol. Okay, uh, thanks a lot for Carol. Enjoy yourself. And uh, John, finally, just before I went to another song here, uh, John, what was your big gig? Uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yes. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, yes. Wackadoo, wackadoo, wackadoo. Uh, wackadoo. Uh, stop. I'm a ex girlfriend called Claire as well. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he a, still sounds amazing as well. Yeah, there was a, a guy lived next door to me, and his daughter was named Claire at the time when that song came out. Oh, no, I was only a kid. Yeah. I was only 17 or 18 at the time. And he told me he was a friend. He spoofed me that he was a friend of a Gilbert O'Sullivan's, and he'd written the song for his daughter. And I said, Yeah, sure. This guy said, "Yeah, no, he's 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 a uh, he was the babysitter of yeah. the of uh, Gordon, Mills, Gordon Mills was the uh, was his manager and the fellow. That's right. Yeah, uh, back in the day. And now, now I'm only uh, I'm only I'm only young, I'm only thirty four. But my dad made me listen to Gilbert O'Sullivan back in the day. Yeah, and uh, we were brought up in Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yeah. we had no choice but to listen to Gilbert O'Sullivan. And yeah. so down at uh, Summerhill, that's where we live, and." Uh, so Gilbert O'Sullivan was. Everybody listened to Gilbert O'Sullivan. Did I hear Christy Dignam <laughs> recently singing "Nothing Rhymed"? He did, yeah. He did on the late late. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a great because it's a great song. It's an amazing song. I mean, yeah, Gilbert O'Sullivan is an amazing writer. It's a great song. It's a great uh, singer. He's a poet. Yeah, one would say he's a poet. Yeah. And he was a great. He, he, he was based on the beat. He loved the Beatles. Yeah, where where is he from? Wexford or what? what Wexford? He, he was from Waterford. His real name is Raymond. Yeah, Raymond. Raymond he doesn't Raymond. look like he doesn't look like a Raymond, does he? Gilbert suits him with yeah. the big mop of curly hair and he still has it by the way to this a- day. Absolutely, and he's teetotal. 
Yeah, and I, I watched a YouTube video of him there recently playing live in Germany. These people always end up playing live in Germany for some reason. Yeah, he's big, he's big in Japan and he's, he's big everywhere. He's yeah. big in Japan and his like, last album like, was great. Yeah. I have to say, he was actually great. His last really album. Good. Yeah, and I know I sound like I'm shocked because he's put out a few yeah. albums. The last album was really good. And the one before he's he did in Nashville was really good. I, I go to see him all the time over here now. I'm only, uh, I'm, as I said, I'm 25. I was proud up listening to him. Yeah. So he's a, he's a legend. He is amazing. In my eyes, he's a legend. All right, okay, listen, thanks for that, John. You, by the way, are you a Beatles fan, John? I am indeed. I, I love the Beatles. Uh, okay, so you're happy enough with the lads. You, what, did you, what did you think of their performance here? Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Just tell oh, your, your woman to move closer to the speaker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, oh. your woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Linda, will you move closer to the, to the speaker? Oh, <laughs> come, come here, no, the last, remember the, your, your, the last uh, place we were, uh, your... your party thing that you had over in uh, detail yeah. I was doing that girl up and sang Gilbert oh you sang Gilbert oh that's right I remember that yeah very good <laughs> give, us a, give us an L bar there John go on ah jeez go on, go on give us a bar Claire the moment I met you I swear it had to be so it couldn't be known why thanks very much John right, thanks John well done <laughs> say, hello say hello to my son Clayton Clayton Oh, here we are, Clayton. All right, thanks very much, John. Well done. Appreciate that, Clayton. See you, John. There you go. There's John with his rendition of Claire by Gilbert O'Sullivan. Now, you can wear those headphones, by the way, if you want, if you feel better wearing them. So yeah, you can hear your voice. Yeah, I do. Yeah, as long as they're not too loud for you, okay, you can wear them. Yeah. All right. Okay, you're, you're going to do, uh, what are you going to do now? We're going to yeah. do another big wings classic well not another week the last one was the Beatles this one's the Wings yeah. okay. well, you know there were two separate bands you see I know I'm well aware of that yeah. that was a great trivia question by the way who's the only artist to ever play in a, a solo a duet a threesome a foursome a fivesome and a band and or, and uh, an orchestra with yeah. Paul McCartney yeah. and everybody, everybody forget who's the five the five is who's the five you should know this Wings no, wings. the three the three was wings. The duet, of course, would have been either Stevie Wonder, Paul McCartney, or Michael Jackson. Uh, the solo, of course, when he sang on his own, and the five. Who's the five? The four was the Beatles. Who's the five? The five. Uh, I don't know. He did something with Rihanna. And was it no, five? no, no, no. It's a bit of a You're trick one. It's a bit of a bit of a trick one. Because didn't Billy Preston play piano? Ah, yeah. There you go. Technicality. <laughs> no, technicality. technicality. Billy Preston played like piano. <laughs> Alright, whenever you're ready, lads, take it away. You're ready. Lovely. Let's okay. Jack, 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 Jack,
This, this, I'm sorry to say this, Fran, but this this blows the Beach, the beach Boys out of the water. Yeah! There's this, and even the classic Beatles. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm loving the full sound. I yeah. didn't think we'd fit the whole band in it. But, <laughs> but in case people don't believe it, there's actually a band of the yeah. Give a few bags and your drums there. Yeah. Just random ones. Say it in. Yeah, okay. Because people, so, just to be clear to people, there's no backing tracks here. This is No, after. this is us live in the flesh, you know. Yeah, and it's just it's uh, you you just replicated the sound perfect. Yeah. Oh, we've we've worked hard on it, you know. And then yeah. you know, how long be... does it take you to get there? I mean, I'm I'm just curious, by the way. Yeah. The instruments that you use would yeah. they be the same instruments that yeah, were this used? Yeah, an old yeah, old yeah. McCartney Hofner bass. Okay, and is that it's important lefty, to get the same sound? I guess so. Yeah, I think so. Well, very yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very important for tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is okay. So and if the... I sing flat slightly on purpose, that's that's completely yeah. <laughs> That's attention to detail. And if you're so in the odd extra jet oh, every day. Oh, the extra jet. That's like that dream you have where you forgot to wear trousers. You know, <laughs> shout another jet in there. Yeah! <laughs> I was going to throw it in for the crack anyway, an old jet. That was on purpose as well. Yeah. Well, you know what Alan Partridge said about, you know, Done. wings. Only the band the Beatles could have been. That's right. Yeah, and you know the other thing is, I, I don't think I could ever be your singer, right? Like yeah. you guys, okay? Because... I couldn't remember all the words. Now, I'm grand if I'm in the car and the radio's on and I'm singing along with it or I have a set of headphones on, then suddenly I remember all the words yeah. of these songs. I, I have an, a massive memory when it comes to remembering all the words. Yeah, yeah. But if you put me in front of a microphone with no words in front of me, I think I'd Try forget. Try playing them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I like, and you've got to remember the keys. Oh. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, but look, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back after the break. The lads, uh, the Paul McCartney band. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah. Yes. Embarrassing. The Paul and Party Band are in the studio and they're playing on Friday night in the venue in Rathhoth. Somebody wants to know, please, Lazzy, come to Cork. We'd love to go yeah. to Actually, you know, we will be in Cork later in the year. Watch yeah. this space or watch our Facebook Okay, page. and we're going to put a link up on our Facebook page to their Facebook page. Lovely. Is that right, Ashley? Yeah. The Paul McCartney Band are here tonight. Um, Fran King, Eleanor, 
Duncan and Graham, and I got to say, the sound is just amazing in this studio because you got to remember this is a small enough kind of studio. Uh, it's all soundproofed, and I, I'm just being blown away here. But I'm loving every minute of it because you've really recreated the sound so well. And I have to Thanks say, very much. I mean, well, and look, you guys made the effort. You're even though it's radio, you're dressed for the We're part. For <laughs> can I just say? For radio. Can I say, my daughter Evie has texted in to say the 1975 are the best band. See, now I, you just told me. A minute ago, they're the biggest band in the UK. Would you believe I'm, that shows my ignorance and how old I must be getting? I've never they're heard of them. Huge. They've, everyone's waiting on their next album. It's out in about two weeks. Time. What, what are they like? Rock or pop or what? They're kind of alternative. They're kind of in the middle. All right, okay. Scripts type. Like yeah, they have a bit of an 80s sound too. They're kind of. You'd, you'd actually like them. Yeah, he's Duncan he's is cringing good. over there, now, so I don't think <laughs> Duncan is actually agreeing I with you. Never really. I mean, you I don't know. know. I just, you know. Yeah, oh, you know. Call me old-fashioned. Yeah, call him old-fashioned. Let me just go. Is that uh, Queenie? Is it? Oni, sorry, I thought it was yeah, a cue there. Oni, Oni, best. What was the best gig? Probably, I'd have to say Metallica. The Black Album was early nineties. However, um, was after seeing to your colleague there, probably because it went on for three and a quarter hours. There were no supports. So it was just. And where was, was where was the gig? Where was that gig? Where did you see them? It was in the Point in Dublin. Oh, the point. Okay, which mm. is now the Three Arena or the O2. Now the whatever. Three Arena, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. I still call it the Point, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, I still call it the point. I know a lot of people are stuck on O2 as well. Very few people, I think, call it the three arena, but I don't know. But anyway, yeah, but I, I look, I think I'd like to see Metallica. I'm not a fan of Metallica. I'm not a fan of metal music, right? Yeah. But I yeah. think I'd like to see them for the atmosphere because I think the atmosphere would be amazing. Well, you know, um, I am a fan yes, of metal music, but equally as much a fan of all other types of music. Or but as far as Metallica is concerned, I'm not as much a fan anymore. But at the time, they were great and they gave just complete value for money, you know. And what what are the bands? What what are your favourite bands? You like the Beatles, by the way, being a stretch of the imagination. I do, I love the Beatles, yeah. I like I listen to everything really. Yeah, and what do you, what do you think of the guys here? I think you you think you might as well be listening to Paul McCartney here in the studio. <laughs> that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, that's it. Well, maybe not at the moment, in fairness, because maybe maybe that's a bad thing to say, Fran. That's actually an insult to you at the moment. Because Paul sounds pretty bad at the moment, God bless him. All right, listen, thanks, Tony. No bother. Thank you very much. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Bye, bye, bye. Some of the texts were coming in. I went to see the Stray Cats in London in 1989. <laughs> Brilliant, says Mark. Yeah, amazing. The Stray Cats struck, wasn't it? That's yeah, right. amazing. Yeah. Runaway boy. Yeah. My sister loved Gilbert O'Sullivan. Favourite was Matrimony. We played it for her uh, as we laid her to rest. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's, that's a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah, my best was Diana Ross. Now, I can tell you a story about Diana Ross. Oh, yeah? I have a bit of a claim to fame here. So, Diana Ross in the point depot in the round, because she always played in the round. Oh, yeah, Okay, yeah. so this is where the centre, the stage is in the centre. And this is the old point depot where they didn't have all yeah. the seating the way they have it now. So, I was lucky enough to get, I was working at another radio station at the time, and I got tickets for it. So, I'm sitting right at the front with a mate of mine, a guy called Bert. And uh, she was singing, um, ain't, oh, it starts off slow, I think it's a, yeah, but you know the start of it. So, and then she comes down into the audience, she walked around, she sat on my lap to sing the no first chorus way. of the song. So <laughs> Diana Ross amazing. sat on my lap to sing the first chorus of the song and that's my claim to fame. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was, uh, it was good. And she, it was an amazing gig. And you know, the woman is now 80, I think. Is she? Yeah, yeah. And she's still, still gigging, does, yeah. she, she's still gigging in Vegas. Yeah. still have the fashion. Yeah, 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 amazing. Isn't she doing Glastonbury as well? Is she doing Glastonbury? I think so, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, well, anybody got this year, yeah. I mean, Glastonbury looks good. You have Paul McCartney. We're doing Glastonbury. You're doing Glastonbury. Paul McCartney's doing Glastonbury. And um, also, yeah, Diana Ross, I heard you. Might be Actually, we will doing, we'll be doing, uh, on the same weekend of Glastonbury, we'll be doing a gig in the, the Abbey Tavern in Hoth. 
Oh, okay. You miss Glastonbury. You can go to the Abbey Tavern and get picked up. All right, you going to do a song for us? Yes. Yeah. Okay, what were you going to do now? This is a disco tastic 1979. Okay, so this is one that you would have sung on top of the pops. Go for it. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, I had that. One, two, three, four.
lads. I'm just, I'm blown away. <laughs> you do this to me every time, Fran. We're rocking, baby. With your, with your, with your latest, <laughs> with your latest <laughs> outing and tribute. Oh. Yeah, now loads of people texting in, by the way. Um, loads of compliments as well. Uh, well. Let me go to Dermot as well. Dermot, you're in Classic Kids. How you doing, Dermot? Good evening, Niall. How are you doing? I'm blown away with these guys tonight, I have to say. I'm a big Beatles fan, Dermot. I'm so impressed. You're a lucky man. They are an absolutely fantastic outfit. Really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah, I'm impressed by the whole sound. Just the sound yeah, is just crazy. Listen, listen to it outside in, on FM in the car. It is absolutely fantastic. Lovely. It might as well be Paul McCarthy, honest to God. Oh, thanks very much. Pleasure indeed, guys. Now, uh, you asked about the best gigs I was ever at. I, I have two of them. One, the first one was Queen uh, in 1979 in the RDS. Yes, I was there. Yes, I, I went boat nights, and I was story to tell about that, but go on. November, November 1979, Freddie Mercury coming out uh, dressed as Superman with the... the That's right. Him out. Yeah. That was, that, was the ja- that was the jazz tour. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. They made a, a lot of killers, I think. They made an album. Um, That's uh, right, yep. Yeah, yeah. About that tour. And that, like, that's the, secret, uh, the actual Queen band with Freddie Mercury they were just absolutely okay I'll tell you my story very quickly I went to the first gig myself and a guy called Brian Smith who was actually a presenter on RT for some time he now uh, runs the Hollybrook Hotel Bar the new bar up there the Hollybrook Hotel okay myself and Brian were big fans of Queen we're only 16 years of age we went on the first night the second night we decided that we would go down to the Gresham Hotel to see could we spot them because we knew they were staying in the Gresham and um, we saw Roger Taylor and Freddie Mercury going into the Gresham so we went around the back lane went into the staff door in the back. We crawled along the floor under the camera. In those days, the Gresham did actually have a camera, even though this was way back in the 70s. We got into the lift, up to the penthouse, knocked on their door. There was a guy up the other end of the corridor, not up the lift end, knocked on the door. Roger Taylor opened the door, brought the two of us in. We met Freddie Mercury, met Roger Taylor, got their autographs, and they gave us two tickets for the gig that night. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's that's my other claim to fame. So, yeah, I I went to a boat night's. I tell you, I'm sorry I didn't know about you. The things you got up to. I know. I was only 16. <laughs> I wish I could be as I think I would have been, I, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I would have been, that was 79. I would have been 16 or 17 years of age. Yeah, 16. This is the biggest thrill. Diana Ross sits on your knee. Queen, 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 yeah. Classic. And anyway, very quickly, the second one. Uh, this is a, this one, I sang it to Ashley. This is a, a famous one. In, I think it was 1983 at Punchestown. I'm not sure who the headline band were. It might have been Dire Straits, I think. But on stage that evening, there was Paul Brady was doing a set and he brought on stage with him Phil Linnett and Rory Gallagher. Oh, that must have been some gig. It was. It, it was absolutely... Un, it was unbelievable. And I was a big Gallagher fan. I went to see him in the National Stadium many, yeah, many years ago. I saw him at the National Stadium on New Year's Eve uh, 1978. Do you know what? We must have been going to gigs at the same time. That was the gig I was at in the National yeah. Stadium. So we must have been going around the same time. The 13th of December, 1978. So you must be around the same age as me, Jeremy. What age are you? I'm born in 62. I'm a year older than you. All oh, right, okay. So we were kind of going to gigs around the same time, yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing Tin Lizzy around 79 in the RDS as well. Well, I saw Lizzy, I saw Lizzy more times than than uh, than I could shake a stick. And I saw Lizzy about eight or nine times over the years. And by God, you'd want to be young and healthy to go to a gig by Tin Lizzy. Oh yeah, I remember in the RDS, the sound was so loud. It was a smell of cow, cow shite in Simmons Court at the time because yeah, they used to use it for the cow mar- for the markets yeah, on a Sunday. You were getting, getting battered around and in, in, in trying to get up to the front. That's right, yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, Phil yeah, in yeah. turned around and it was about 11 o'clock or half, close to half 11. And he said, yeah. the guard of Shia Khan had told us we have to finish before half 11 because the last bus <laughs> fucked them. We're staying here till 12. And he kept playing. 
That's right. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry if we use the language, but I was obviously quoting. If you managed to get it right up to the very front of the stage, which we managed to do as kids, Lino used to come out and he'd slam his guitar out, you know, he'd hold it out into the crowd. The bass, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was the nearest thing to getting a black eye off the <laughs> Well, if you look at the, you know the video that's going around on YouTube of Live and Dangerous, part of the video is shot in the RDS and part of it is shot in the Rainbow in London and if you look at it you can see myself and a mate of mine Stephen Gargan I think it is I can't remember was it Stephen or was it Massey Carney uh, from school and you can see us we're actually right up the front and I have long curly hair I look mental uh, I'm right up there because in those days you could, you could go right up to the stage and your, your arms were on the stage that's right yeah there was no such thing as barriers until yeah, somebody gets, gets crushed and died and then they had to bring barriers in for health and safety reasons. And Put that clip on the site. <laughs> it's impossible to explain to a younger generation today what gig, proper gigs were about. They were proper gigs. Oh yeah, they were. And because you, you, I mean, you just couldn't get closer. Yeah, I mean, you were right. literally, yeah. if you were lucky enough to get up the front, you were right up yeah. the stage, at the stage. And you were on the <laughs> stage, literally with the band. And yeah, it was just so loud. Briefly, the deck band that are in there, are they playing? What gigs are they playing in Ireland or in Dublin? Well, uh, well they're, they're from Ireland, so, I mean, France. So you're playing Rathout, the venue, on yeah. Friday night. Yeah, uh, and then we're down in Wexford, or Wexico, as some people call it. Um, on the 7th, is it the 7th, Karun? 7th of uh, February, we're there. And are, you, that's... are you doing any gigs in Dublin City? Uh, we haven't got any in Dublin just yet. Uh, we're kind of building up to a, a doozy. Yeah, see, I, 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 I don't know, Dermot. I'm, Dermot, I'm sure you've been listening to the show for many years. Uh, Fran has been in here with the, with the classic Beatles. He's been in here with the Beach Boys. We had them last year or the year before. Yeah. And this is yeah. his, his latest venture now is the Paul McCartney Band. So uh, this is a kind of new thing for the guys. So they're set yeah. out of this. So hopefully this will be just as big as the Beach Boys because I know you did really well out of that. Yeah, yeah well, we, we, we tour abroad. We're over in Belgium and Holland next month with the Beach Boys. So that's, yeah. that's mostly abroad, really. You yeah. know, that's a kind of a foreign touring band. Yeah. And uh, we're hoping to get this one more domestic, more based at home. Although we have been asked to go and tour in uh, Denmark next year. Okay. With this to do some festivals. So that okay. should be interesting. Well, I, I, I'll keep you informed, Jeremy. Anyway. Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, absolutely. I'll be listening for it. Fair play to him. Super. Cheers, man. Super. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Good night to you. Jenny, you're a classic kid. How you doing, Jenny? Hi. How are you? Good. Are you driving the car, rocking your head as you're going along? I, I am, yeah. It's very good. They're very good. They're brilliant. Oh, thank you. So Jenny, what's your favourite? What was your favourite live gig? Um, I have three of them. Would be Bruce Springsteen in when he played in Croke uh, Park. Please, Bruce, not Croke Park. Uh, Cork, sorry. Okay. And uh, that was brilliant. I I go see him again. I pay double what I paid. And then I saw the Backstreet Boys last June. The Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. They were brilliant. Yeah, and um, My Chemical Romance in 2011. Okay, the Backstreet Boys, it's a bit of nostalgia, I suppose. And the Backstreet Boys probably reminded you of a certain part of your childhood. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I, I love every type of me. I love everything from Johnny Cash down to um, the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah, but a bit of Johnny Cash actor. is good. Now you can't beat a bit of Johnny Cash. Uh, ah, yeah. no, no. Yeah, and all the Beatles stuff. I was in Liverpool in October and did the whole tour of Liverpool. It was brilliant. Okay, so, brilliant. You, so you did the Beatles tour? Yeah. While yeah. you were there? I did it on, did on you? my own and the Google Maps, you know, and followed it, walked. Okay, and did you walk across Abbey Road? Did you walk across the... No, that's in London. Oh, oh, that part... Oh, that's... Yeah. Where's that... The Leading London, isn't it? Where's the... St- yeah, the, 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 the St. John's Wood. St. John's Wood. Yeah. You're in Maida Vale, yeah. actually. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Well, Jenny, thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.
All right, now we're going to give away a set of tickets, by the way. We have a set of tickets to give away to go and see the lads in Rathoth. Um, and Rathoth, by the way, it's just outside Dublin, by the way, if you're living in Dublin. It is kind of a Dublin game. Sure, I might as well. Rathoth is almost Dublin, for God's sake, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So Jesus, Terrence, you could travel that it's far. It's a beautiful theatre. <laughs> Somebody says, Nah, what a show. I just love this. Yeah, I, I'm loving it too. Um, I have 31. Oh, what's he saying about you two? I have 31 U2 concerts under my belt and can't wait for the 30 seconds, of Susanna. You're quite dedicated, Susanna. <laughs> right, lads, you're going to give us another song? Yes, why not? What would you like, lads? What are we doing? I'm going to give you Live and Let Die. Yeah. A bit of a Bond number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that good for you? malfunction Base malfunction but can I say I'm so honoured tonight to be a roadie for the Paul McCartney yeah, band because you got I, it going because I heard if I come again 
<laughs> they base so, come out. So I was technically a roadie tonight. You certainly were. Yeah. Uh, somebody says, no, the show is fab. Uh, I think you should uh, give tickets to everyone that came on live to chat uh, and for to you and the band. Uh, well, I think maybe it's only fair to give two sets. Yeah. yeah? And, Is that yeah. fair enough? And he said, no, I love Gloria Estefan and a good old Michael Jackson in Cork. Of course, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. But I tell you what, who's that person just sent that WhatsApp message in? You see that WhatsApp message there? It's on the screen. Okay, we'll give you a pair of tickets. Seems you're such a forward person. All right. And if you want to go and see the guys, and we, we'll give away another one. Uh, but it seems Dermot was so keen, who was yeah. on earlier on on the air. We'll give Dermot a set of tickets. If Absolutely, yeah. All right, okay. All right. So we got two pairs of tickets to give away. All right, Ashley, will you sort that out? Yeah, now, so what's so the future is you've been asked to go to Belgium. No, we've been asked to, uh, we're in Belgium oh. and Holland with the Beach Boys, but uh, this, this band, the Mac, uh, McCartney, all the best is. Literally, at the moment, we're just in talks about doing some uh, festivals in Denmark next summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, not this summer. Where did you get the name from, by the way, McCartney, all the best? Because we, we tried to figure, as, you know, you could say McCartney and you could, that's quite vague. People would want to know if you're going to do all Beatles or all You can't really wins. call it the Paul McCartney band. So, that's what I've been calling yeah. it. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> it's kind of technically illegal, isn't it? Really? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Wait, 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 what's, what's the legalities? Winger. What's the legalities on a tribute band? I don't know. As long as you... Well, the way we worked it with the classic Beatles was as long as you don't use any images or any of their fonts, we had to adapt, you know, the drop T in the Beatles yeah. had to be slightly not their font. But you can sing their songs. You can sing their songs as long because as... Because the venues, I'm the assuming... Because the venue do the returns, yeah. They do the Emma returns, the PPI returns. one word in every song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we wanted to say all the best to cover literally all the best. But who owns the rights to McCartney's songs? Does McCartney... I know he Yeah, he does, does yeah. Okay, what happened? The Jackson story, what was that story? Well, that was only some of the catalogue and it was a very sensitive part because I think that part of the catalogue included yesterday at one stage. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the situation is at the moment. I know AT, it was sold on to ATV Music, but... As far as I'm aware, he... Uh, I think he got him, didn't he? Didn't no, I, I think no, it's so in negotiations. He got, he got a, a chunk of... So Jack, Jackson bought... He bought a heap of the catalogue. But they were sold on to pay died. debts. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. I don't so know McCartney buy them back again? I think he was put in a good position, but I, I don't know. You'd have to Google McCartney it to find out, does he actually own them? Yeah. Sorry, Greg, we can't hear you over there. We can't hear you. McCartney was offered all the songs. Oh, he was offered all the songs. But, but he wanted a better deal, them. I think. He buy the whole company, but yeah. Jackson bought yeah. the whole company, ATV. Well, I can imagine what the royalties must be worth Well, I think Beatles. him and Yoko were going to do a joint bid because, you know, it is Lennon and McCartney catalogue yeah. as well, yeah. technically. So, so uh, is there, have you any idea or an estimate how much the royalties are worth per year? About 50 quid. Squillions. Uh, they are Squ- a lot, a lot it, of money, it, especially I'm, since they went commercial. I mean, you know, now, you know, uh, Revolution was selling Nike at one stage yeah, and, and that kind of thing. Did I? Yeah. I mean, I remember somebody McCartney was appalled by that. That I mean, was the they, one thing they didn't want to do was use their music in commercial ventures yeah. like that. And you know, now you know, it dilutes it a bit, doesn't it? It, do, it does. It takes away because you know yeah. what I saw recently? Queen beer. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's called Bohemian Rhapsody. There's beer called Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. and I'm gonna stop, lads. You don't need to do this. But there is a certain devaluing of music. I think uh, I had the pleasure of working with George Martin a few times. Who, the by fifth, the way, the who said that you were one of the best tribute bands that he'd ever seen? He did. Yeah, it was very nice of him to yeah. say that. And uh, which, which you've quoted over and over again. Absolutely. Which, uh, fair play to you, uses. But he, the best. Uh, he was saying that uh, somebody asked him in UCD. He was giving a lecture and they said, what do you think about, you know, the advent of Apple Music? Nothing to do with Apple, Beatles, but, you know, music being available on your phone like that. And he thought long and hard about it. He was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm against it because it kind of cheapens music. Che- music used to be a thing. You went and put on a record and it took you to a certain place for that 45 minutes, whatever 50 minutes an album was. People are switching was too quickly. It just became a throwaway thing. Well, and you're on your right, phone because, now, you're, because it, we, we were limited in the record collections we mm. had. 
so we were more dedicated to the music we had. Yeah, whereas listen, whereas now, a, I've got Spotify in the car, for example. Uh, I listen to a song for ten minutes, uh, fifty seconds into it. Oh, I will listen to something else. Yeah, so yeah. we can keep changing. We can yeah. listen to as much as we want for that Which fee. Is, you know, it's a double-edged sword. It's, it's an amazing. Like an it's an amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's an amazing to have a collection of, of music. But now it's getting in such a way that Apple have made it that now you can't. Don't you, soon you won't be able to download music anymore. So you'll have to kind of lease it from them. I think music was in a better space when we yeah. had vinyl and Absolutely. cassettes. Absolutely, and vinyl and, still. And radio, radio of course, played a great part. Because there was too. a lot that came with it as well. The artwork and the design, as far as that was concerned. And, of course, with vinyl, you had the fantastic thing of putting, like, 22 minutes of music on. And then you'd have to go over and change the side. There's something about that. I, I still think the CDs are too long. Yeah. I think that it, it's like, it's like uh, when you watch a, a serial broken into, like, 20 minute episodes and you, you see them all joined together it doesn't seem right because they've got an arc and a flow to it it's like an album you have two sides you know and I think when you listen to one side that's mm-hmm. great and even if you listen to the other side straight away there's something about that little break in the middle of it and I, of course Jeff, Jeff Lynn sums it up on the Out of the Blue album at the end of the first side which is Mr. Blue Sky yeah. the very last words of Mr. Blue Sky is please turn me over yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody thinks and it's Gilbert, Mr. Blue Sky. Gilbert, did yeah. Gilbert have that? Thank you for buying my album at the end of his... At the very end of the, the album. The inner groove, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. What would you, do you remember the, there was a fad for double grooves? Do you remember the double grooves? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where the, there was a kind of secret song. In I, I uh, forgot about those. I actually, I don't know. Well, it's actually my brother's album, but I've got it now. Uh, the Monty Python matching tie and handkerchief. Yes. An album. And, and I, it was amazing because there was an incredible sketch on one of them. I couldn't find it. And I kept playing it, and then one day it suddenly dropped on, and there it was. It was because there was two grooves on one side. That's right. And, and, and so it took it was like a, a toss up as to which side you were actually going to get. I, I've got and the original Monty Python, um, which is the contractual obligation album. Oh yeah. Uh, which had the strangling of John Denver, which was <laughs> which, which was taken off the uh, the album because John Denver sued them. But basically, it was just John Cleese going, "This is the sound of John Denver being strangled," and all you all you hear is. I, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna have to find it for you now before we go because it, I can't actually say it because it would be wrong of me to say it. It would go against everything that radio is, is all about. But I'll, I'll, I'll find it. But it's, it's taken off the album now, um, and I'm gonna find. Hold on, the sound. You still find it? Yeah, um, you'll find it on YouTube, I'm sure. John Denver being strangled. Yeah, there you go. Sound of John Denver being strangled. Okay, so this was from the original Monty Python uh, contract. Sound of John Denver being strangled. You came on my pillow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then they, John Denver sued them and they had to take it off the album. But I had the original album. It was only out about three or four weeks at the time and they had to take them all off the shelves and repress the whole albums without John Denver being strangled. So what they did was I, they put a track in that said, owing to legal advice, we have removed the sound of John Denver being strangled. You can, you can imagine the much the controversy how many records that sold. Absolutely at the time. Well, listen, lads, thank you very much indeed for coming in. Thanks once for again, having us. And, and you're all very, very welcome. Anytime to come into us. It yeah. was it was. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, I feel like a, I feel like a sexist now. Uh, sorry, lads and ladies. Yay! But it's the lads as a grouping. You're one of the lads, Eleanor. You're one of the lads. All right. Um, thank you very much indeed, guys. Thank you for coming in. And uh, listen, if anyone wants to go and see you, you're in Rathhoth this coming this Friday coming night. Friday. Okay. And, and do, they, do they need tickets? Can they arrive at the door if they want to? You can get a few on the door. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And you're also going to be playing down in Wexford. Wexford on the. 7th of February in a place called Crown Live. Okay, all right. And if you want to go and see them or you want to find out where they're playing, by the way, you can go to, do you have your Facebook page? Facebook, yeah, dot com. 
forward slash McCartney all the best okay and we'll put a link on the Niall Boylan show Facebook page if you want to go and see it there if you want to listen back to some of the tracks you can go by the way the audio is on our Facebook page right now Uh, you can listen back to the stream alright okay listen lads thank you very much indeed ladies thank you very much indeed real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits